Good evening, guys. How is it going? It's going pretty well over here, I guess. I don't know. I'm not feeling too well, to be honest, but I'm doing a show. Be a little better. I don't know. I feel like um, I feel like they got some kind of reverb going on. Connections bad or something. What is going on up here? Do I even have everything? Hello, hello. Oh. Is that better? No. Hello. What the fuck is going on here? Got some sort of, some sort of, um, some sort of bullshit going on here, and I can't figure out what it is. Hello, hello, hello. Hi, right, guys. Well, I don't know. This is the first time I've, um, I've hooked everything up since. Oh, that's gonna piss me off if this sound is really. Like I feel like it is. Um, hold on. I feel like I've got some sort of. Hello? I think I know what it might be. I think. Uh, I think my battery has gone dead in my headphone amplifier. So hold on one second, guys. Let me change that out. I'm going to pause for the cause. Yeah, good thing I have um, good thing I have spare batteries, huh? That's why you keep spare batteries on hand. When shit like this happens and batteries go out, where do they put the battery in this thing? You guys are witnessing technical difficulties firsthand. That's how you test a battery right there. Did you know that? Put your tongue on the, both the terminals. If you don't feel anything, the battery is D-A, no, not D-E-A-D, -D, dead. I don't have a bag in my trash can. I'm just all sorts of messed up right now, man. But I um, I wanted to get home and do this thing because I heard some stuff today. Uh, we're going to talk about procrastination here. That's my first topic. But uh, I was listening to Michael Rappaport. Rappaport? Do you say the T? Rappaport. I don't know. Michael Rappaport, I think is how you say it. I listened to him on uh, Jeff Ross's podcast. He has a podcast now called Shit Talking, Talking Shit. Shit talk. <laughs> I don't even know what I am talking about tonight. But anyway, Jeff Ross has a podcast. And it's something about shit is all I know for sure. That's 100% sure. Gotta plug this back in. Hold on. But it's something. Let's see what we got here. Oh man, that sounds so much better. 
I thought I had a connection problem. I thought I had something going on because there was some really weird feedback going on in my uh, in my headphones. So I thought I had maybe a loose connection or a bad connection or something, but it's a battery. The battery was affecting my headphones. Speaking of that, I still got uh, still got sunglasses on here. We'll get into all this, guys. Uh, first solo episode I've done in a little while, I think, right? Besides uh, the Mountain Light episode. It's freaking hot up here. I had to turn the AC on, so I'm going to have some AC noise. I'll try and cut that out. But this whole episode is just jacked to begin with. Let me see what the name of this episode, or this uh, podcast is with Jeff Ross. And I'm not drunk at all, guys. Let me get into that as well. Let's see. McDonald, Rappaport. Talking shit. It's called Talking Shit. But his podcast is called Talking Shit, and whoever he's got, oh man, whoever he's got in the studio, he's talking shit with him. So, Jeff Ross, if you haven't checked it out, check it out. It's pretty good. I like it. Um, he does a, a show in what he calls The Bunker, and he just sits down, and, and I mean, it's just a podcast. Let's be honest. It's nothing fancy, but it was called Talking Shit with Michael Rappaport, and during that episode, uh, Jeff Ross, because he just just getting started with this podcast thing. So he was, he was asking Michael to give him some pointers on on doing a podcast because Michael's been doing it for a while and he's just taking off. He's blowing up and people are loving it. He actually does a handheld mic thing that I thought was kind of interesting. I watched a couple episodes today after I learned about it. But um, I'm very fidgety. I don't know why. But what was I saying? Oh, so he was saying, you know, the biggest thing about a podcast is consistency. And I heard Joe Rogan say something about that a, a few episodes ago as well. And that uh, seems to be the common theme, consistency. So if you're going to do a podcast, make sure that it comes out on the same day at the same time. People can count on it. People, you know, can plan their day around it. Consistency. So that's what I'm going to try and do from here on out. You know, I've always said uh, I do a Tuesday and Friday episode. Every now and then I'll uh, maybe skip a day because of whatever. Well, it's because of procrastination is what uh, I said we were going to get into that. So that's part of my notes. Let me pull that up. Let's pull up the notes. So procrastination um, is the main thing. You know, I'll get around to, well, I don't know. Man, I'm uh, I didn't prepare this thing at all. I, I was driving home. I was out at uh, Isle of Palms. I was at the VA to begin with. Let's start there. Had a VA appointment, had a phlebotomy today. I uh, got a little mark on my arm there. You can see it. That is not part of my tattoo. That is a bruise from the blood I had taken on Friday and then the, the blood I had to get today for my phlebotomy for my polycythemia vera. You can look it up. Talked about it before. So I started off there at the VA clinic, and then since I was so close to the Isle of Palms, I said, you know what, I'm kind of dressed beach-like with this shirt, and uh, the weather was nice. I said, let's just go to the beach. So I went to the beach afterwards, uh, late afternoon, mid-afternoon, I guess, not late. Went down to the Windjammer, and they had uh, some kind of DJ uh, slinging some tunes out there, some beats, <laughs> and it was, it was a little party down there. So I went down there. And, um, man, I didn't even talk about my procrastination at all, but we'll come back to it. We'll come back around. So I just got back home. 
Uh, a friend of mine was having some some troubles today. wasn't feeling uh, very good about himself, and um, you know we're saying that uh, life just keeps handing him lemons. And uh, me and a couple other guys were trying to give him some positive reinforcements and feedback. And since I was over that direction, and he was playing at a bar or a restaurant called Juju's. It's a um, Juju. I don't think there's an S on it. It's a Caribbean style restaurant, American fusion, whatever. Used to be a sushi joint uh, over here by Bottles in Mount Pleasant. Used to be a Waddling Cafe over there too, but it has shut down. So I stopped in just to give him some moral support and and um, hang out with him and listen to some of his tunes. He played from six to nine over there. So I'm just now getting back. Ate some food. I'm stuffed, man. I ate too much food, but I wanted to try everything. I'm happy. It was happy hour. Plus, uh, as a food and bev guy, you get a little bit of a discount over there. So I took advantage of it and ate way too much food, some stuff. But I just got back and I rushed upstairs, got everything together and decided I want to do this podcast and jump right into it. So that's what I'm doing. Brings me back to the first uh, topic on my notes here was uh, this episode was originally going to be called the procrastinating episode. Uh, I've renamed it. You'll see the name uh, when you're listening to this, to this, and you'll understand why. But so procrastinating episode, yeah, I, I kind of named it that episode. Number one, because I procrastinate on doing these episodes, really. Um, like I said, it's supposed to come out every Tuesday and Friday. Um, I, want, I try and release them at like 7 a.m. in the morning so people can get it during their commute and, and listen to it on the drive in. Uh, maybe sometimes even a little bit before that, 6 a.m. or whatever, but depending on what I'm doing, how much I had to drink the night before, <laughs> how tired I am, if I remember to set my alarm to wake me up to, to make the post, um, if I get all the editing done and everything uploads, you know, in time after I get done with an episode, sometimes I don't do them until late, and it's, you know, two, three o'clock in the morning before I get, I'm, I'm even done with the episode, and then I've got to, I got to encode it, I got to upload it uh, to, to, uh, to YouTube and to the Podbean feed, um, it's just a pain, man especially doing all this by myself and am I complaining no I'm not really complaining kind of maybe a little bit but I do this all by myself and it gets a little overwhelming sometimes sometimes I say to myself I'm just done I'm not even going to do it anymore it's just you know I don't make any money off of this thing I do it just for the for the sure joy of it I, I enjoy it it's a therapeutic um, venue for me to kind of get some stuff off of my chest and things out of my head um, but I also feel like I'm I'm helping some people and I'm giving some, uh, some, some of the limited guidance that I have as a 46 year old man, some life experience. And I'm, I want to try and, uh, you know, help some people out. And also, you know, I'm promoting people. I'm promoting homegrown brew house, 117 South main street. I'm promoting uh, studio 117. I'm promoting the different breweries that I, that I hang out and I go to, uh, different people's businesses, whether it be Oak road, homegrown, accidental wine, coastal coffee roasters, um, Ice House, all these different places that I that I venture out to and that I am a customer of, and I don't know. I do it just for the sheer joy of it, I guess. So, I, you know, originally the intent was to to make a buck off of it, but if that happens down the road, then so be it. You know, I listen to Joe Rogan all the time, and uh, he said he didn't uh, make a buck off of the thing, off of the the podcast that he does. And he's been doing it for ten years now, but about five years in, and I mean, he's well-known. He's an actor. He's been in uh, movies. He's been on TV shows. He's a comedian. 
Um, and it took him five years to, to make a go of it. So who am I? I'm sitting here, a uh, little town of Somerville with a, a, a couple hundred <laughs> followers. Uh, I'm not looking to make any money off of it. I do it for, just out of the goodness of my heart, the joy that I get out of it. And I think it's fun. I enjoy it for the most part, but I procrastinate because sometimes it is a pain in the ass. I'm like, oh, I don't have time to do it. I just want to go to sleep. I just want to watch this TV show. I don't feel like putting everything together. I don't feel like turning anything on. I don't have anything to talk about. I don't have a guest. I forgot to get a guest. I procrastinate on getting a guest. So all these things, procrastinating. Um, and I do that, quite frankly, on a lot of things lately. You know, I used to be um, pretty big go-getter, and I was always doing something and going somewhere and seeing somebody and whatever. And I just kind of started just to, to take a break, you know, and just be and just sit in the chair and not do anything. And that's okay sometimes. You know, we get into this life where, I mean, you know, we're in a capitalist society. I mean, the, the thing is work your tail off, sun up to sundown, the early bird gets to worm, get up, go to work, you know, eat your breakfast, go to work, commute, spend eight, nine, ten hours at work, work some overtime, work on weekends, check your email at night, uh, do your spreadsheets, take your work home with you. Everybody says go, 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 go. And I got tired of going. And I said to myself, you know what? Um, that stuff is not that important anymore to me. I'd rather have take some time to reflect on life and to take some time for myself and to take some time for my family, take some time for friends. Um, and sometimes just take time to do nothing. Doing nothing is okay, guys. You don't always have to be doing something. You know, all these people uh, brag. Oh, I, was, I worked uh, 12 hours today. Oh, I still got more work to do. I'm going to go. I'm taking it home with me. I got more stuff. That I got to do. I got a spreadsheet that's due in the morning, and I'll be up all night. And people brag about how busy they are, and um, it's not really that. It's not really something to brag about. I mean, that's okay if that's what you want to do. I'm not judging anybody, but you know, we have a very short fraction amount of time on this earth. And if that's if that's your fun, if that's what you consider fun, and, and that's what you enjoy, then so be it, I guess. But I think there's more to life than just working your ass off um, from sun up to sundown and just uh, burning your candle at both ends. I think we just, as a society, we need to take a break more. We need to just we just need to relax. But procrastinating. Speaking of that, um, I was going to do some yard work today, but. I was going to do it yesterday. I went over to my parents' house. I was going to pick up their lawnmower because the, the battery-powered lawnmower that I have is just not going to cut my grass, literally. It's not going to cut it. And uh, when that happens, when I procrastinate and I don't keep up with my yard work and I let the grass get so high, uh, I have to go to my parents' house and borrow uh, my father's gas-powered lawnmower because it's got a little more oomph, a little more RPMs to kind of cut through the the heavy grass, and I went over there yesterday to get it. I was I procrastinated all day and said, well, it's not going to rain. It's going to be okay. I'll go over there later in the afternoon and get it. I'll, I'll get it done. I was leaving Home Depot. I went over there to buy some uh, some trimmer uh, string for my for my uh, edger, a trimmer, not my edger. It's an edger and a trimmer, as a matter of fact. It's battery-powered as well. 
all my tools are. And when I was leaving Home Depot, I, I checked my weather app. And I'm like, oh, damn it. It's going to rain. My app said it was going to rain in 58 minutes. And I said, shit. I need to rush to my house, throw that lawnmower in my back, in the back of my truck, get back to the house. Maybe I've got 20 minutes to just barrel through it and run through it. Get to my parents' house. I sat down, chit-chatted for a few minutes. Next thing I know, I look at my app again. It says rain in six minutes now. It's just, it's now escalated to, <laughs> to a six-minute thing. And I said, oh, man, I'm just going to forget it. Screw it now. I'll just sit here and hang out. And then I was sitting there and I said, you know what? I'm not procrastinating anymore. I'm going to get it done. Let's go out and load this lawnmower up in the car. Well, as soon as we walk outside, it's already a couple sprinkles of, uh, of rain coming down. My dad went out the back door to the shed. I went around the front to unlock my truck. I met him around back. And as soon as I went through the back gate, the sprinkle became um, a drizzle. Is a sprinkle less than a drizzle? Was a drizzle more than a sprinkle? That's the same thing, right? I just said the same thing twice. I don't know which one is more, but whichever one is more, it started doing more rain coming down. By the time I got to the shed, my dad was putting some gas in the mower. The bottom just dropped out, and we stood in the shed for like 10 minutes, just kind of waiting for the rain to stop, and it wasn't stopping. I mean, the literally, the sky was falling. And... Um, I said, okay, I guess I'm not doing that. So I left the lawnmower sitting there. Uh, my dad said he didn't have a uh, an umbrella. I said, I don't care. It's just water. I don't. I haven't even owned an umbrella in 20 years, I don't think. So I left, got drenched just from the shed back to my truck, got on the car, went back to the house. So what am I getting to? Procrastinating. Procrastination. My yard, uh, prior to this, the last time I did this and procrastinated, let it get as high as it did. Um, you could lose a small animal in the yard. I'm, I'm not. I'm not lying. A small animal, uh, a Chihuahua, um, a Shih Tzu, a, a a small poodle, a miniature poodle, maybe even Leia at one point was out there in the backyard with me the last time I cut the grass, and you could just see the top of her head. Her body was buried in this grass. I mean, it was. You know, and you're going to say, guys, you know, exaggerate the uh, length and stuff. But I'm going to say, let's see, uh, if this is 12, I'm going to say parts of the grass was 18 inches high. That could be, that could be a low estimate. It could be a little high. I'm not sure. I didn't measure it. I think it might have even been a little bit more in some spots. And it took me forever to get through that. It's not as high as that right now. I don't know what, why I'm talking about grass cutting. This is not interesting at all. But we're talking about procrastination, guys. So I procrastinate on my yard a lot now. It used to be I was out there um, three, four times a week. And I've just kind of given up on it. It's, it's gotten away from me. I really want to get rid of this house and get a smaller space. I don't really want to deal with uh, yard maintenance anymore. Really, like I said, I want to spend more time doing things that I love and, and spending time with people that I love and spending, spending time with family and things like that. Yard work is just, uh, to me, it's just getting in the way. It's, a, it's an unnecessary evil. I think we concentrate too much on, on how our yard looks as a society as well. Really, you know, we're worried about uh, what the next door neighbor is going to think about your yard. I mean, it's all kind of an ego thing, really. 
So anyway, that's enough on procrastination. Yeah, but you could you could have lost a small animal out in my yard, and and we probably did lose some out there. I, I didn't run over any that I remember. Um, luckily, no possums were were harmed during uh, my grass cutting. But oh man, how much time was that? We spent a lot of time on nothing. That was just a big ramble. Hell, that was twenty minutes right there. Hell, the first five minutes was just trying to get my, to figure out what was going on with the sound because the sound sucked. I had the wrong mic on. Oh, this episode. It's crazy already. Crazy. Uh, let's see. Haven't talked to you guys since 4th of July. So we had a big weekend at, uh, at Homegrown. Fourth of July weekend, you know, we were the only game in town on the Fourth of July, so everybody around us was closed. Uh, you know, you had Montreux and you had Ice House that kind of flank us on either uh, diagonal corner. Both of them are always open; they don't ever close. But excuse me, different clientele that's going over there than what's coming over to Homegrown Brew House or even Accidental Wine, for that matter. You know, a little different clientele. But we were the only game in town, so. We got slammed, and we weren't sure what was going to happen. You know, if the weather was really clear, we figured most people were going to be doing other things and not coming out to the square. But the weather was a little iffy. I think some people came in that gave up their their evening plans of fireworks and things like that. But we got blasted, man. And since we were the only game in town, we got everybody. There was nowhere else to go. We were the only people in the square. Uh, that were serving a good craft beer and some, and some great food over there with uh, Jonathan. We call him Pickle. I don't know why. I don't know why his nickname was Pickle. I gotta figure that out. But uh, we had Afterglow play that night, and uh, they always do a fantastic job. I mean, those are those are Ryan and uh, Melissa are up and coming here in uh, Somerville. Maybe not even up and coming. They they might have already arrived, but uh, they're doing big things. Uh, love when they're coming out. I'm glad we gave those guys a chance, and now they're. Kind of a, a regular over there at homegrown we had uh dan riley played the third thursday was it dan it was dan riley the third thursday no who the hell was it hold on afterglow was it afterglow the fourth that can't be right right hold on i don't even know what's going on here guys let me look at my stuff here July 4th. No, I'm sorry. We had Ron Daniel. It wasn't Dan Riley. Ron Daniel played the first Friday. And then we had Robert Lighthouse played um, in Studio 17 on the 6th of uh, July. So we had a big event back there in the Studio 117. And why did I have Dan written down here? I don't know why. I don't know why. I think this might have been an old note that I had. Oh, this episode is horrible so far. My hair is horrible. I got a haircut today. Shaved my beard. I'm doing a new thing. So let's go into that. Yeah, I'm doing a... I started a 30-day uh, little regimen here. It's called uh, Get Your Life Together. I'll tell you why here at the end. I'll close with that. But So I'm doing uh, 30 days, no alcohol. 30 days of... Pretty super clean eating. I broke a little bit today. You know the the stuff that I had there. Juju was uh, had some some uh, some breaded uh, conch conch. You know the conch conch. 
maybe it's just called conch. The conch shell that you get, you know, the little uh, the little guy that's in there. We I eat that guy tonight. And they, they chop that all up and they put some breading on it and they fried it. That probably was not very keto. Uh, probably has too many carbs on there. Also has some deviled egg. Well, it has some wings to begin with. The wings were pretty much keto carnivore. Um, then I had the conch. conch. God damn it. How do you say it? I was in Belize. And I can't remember how they pronounced it. Conch. Is it conch? Conch. Conch? <laughs> it's a little animal inside a shell. Little muscle type thing. Type guy. <coughs> but it was breaded. And then I had uh, the wings and I had some deviled eggs and had fried oysters on top. So the breading on the fried oysters probably wasn't very keto either. So I probably ate too many carbs tonight, but... Other than that, I'm doing pretty good. Today's day two. I just started yesterday, uh, Sunday. Uh, you're hearing this on Tuesday. And then the other part is I'm doing Insanity Max 30, which is a 30-day regimen. It's actually a 60-day regimen, but it's split up into two 30-day uh, increments. So 30 days of Insanity, 30 days of Keto slash Carnivore, 30 days of no drinking. And uh, let's go see what happens. See what happens. So what kind of trans transformation we can get. I didn't do the insanity insanity today because uh, I had the phlebotomy, and when I do that, that's why I didn't cut the grass today either because it just drains. I mean, literally, we drain blood out, and it just drains me. I feel just horrible afterwards. I feel tired. My blood pressure even got a little elevated afterwards for some reason. I don't know why. It was uh, unusual. Normally, I go in, my blood pressure is elevated. And then they, I get the phlebotomy and, and they thin my blood out and the blood pressure normally drops. But today, for some reason, it was elevated afterwards. So, I don't know. It's all very confusing. It just keeps uh, keeps evolving and changing every time I... <laughs> every single month. <clears throat> so, I'm getting that phlebotomy once a month right now because my levels just aren't being maintained. You know, I was at one point uh, getting this... Phlebotomies uh, at one point every two months. Sometimes at one point it was every four months because my level, my red blood, blood cell count was made. It was uh, my hematocrit level was uh, was maintaining itself, and now uh, once a month it seems to be elevated. So I'm going in every single month now for phlebotomy. So it's it seems to be progressing. Whatever's going on, but. So anyway, I didn't do insanity today. I will jump back into it tomorrow. I'm going to get the yard done tomorrow too. The weather's supposed to still be okay, I think. So no more procrastinating. I'm going to start getting these episodes out consistently because that's what Michael Rappaport says you have to do. And, and Joe Rogan, I'm going to keep up with my yard to make sure I don't have to go borrow a lawnmower to, to do it if I just maintain it and don't procrastinate and keep up with it. I shouldn't have to do that anymore. So that's what's going on. I uh, went back to Mountain Light Sanctuary up in uh, Bernardsville, North Carolina. This time I took a, a good friend of mine with me. And uh, I wanted to share it with somebody this time. So we went up and spent a couple days up there. On the way up, we I was going to you know do like I did last time and come back and go to Sierra Nevada Brewing Company on the way back. But this time on the way up, I said, you know what? Let's just uh, let's just stop us here in Nevada. It was a Sunday. I said let's just stop and see what's going on. Get a beer before we before we hit the Mountain Light Sanctuary. 
and, uh, and start chilling out up there. So we hit Sierra Nevada, and luckily we did. I mean, when we drove up there, we got to the entrance there. We you know you go up this uh, little drive up the mountain, you hit the uh, parking lot, and normally you just pull right over in front of the door. I mean, there's hardly anybody there. This time they had a, a parking guy there, a guy with a you know yellow vest on, saying park this way, the sign, in the entire parking lot. There wasn't a space available. Luckily we got one, so I guess there was a space available, but the entire lot was filled and come to find out, we went online, there was an event going on. A uh, blues guy from Cuba <clears throat> named Eddie Turner and uh, no cover charge. So we walked in, we got a, we got a beer at the bar and walked outside and fantastic. This guy was playing from two to five. We probably got there. Uh, he actually played to about 5.30. We, I think we got in there about four o'clock maybe. So we had a good hour and a half worth of music, of blues. It was he um, playing guitar, singing, uh, bass player, and, uh, and a drummer. Three-piece band. Man, they were fantastic. Fantastic venue. You know, they have a big amphitheater in the backyard there at Sierra Nevada. Sierra Nevada is huge. I call it the Disney World of, uh, of breweries. And just sat out there and had, uh, had a few beers and listened to some great music. We left there, ventured on up to Mountain Light Sanctuary, and uh, the girl that I took up there with me, she knew that I was keto and what I like to eat, and she was gracious enough to prepare the meals ahead of time and, and bring the food up there with us. To eat, you know, last time I went up there by myself, I did a 40-hour fast while I was there and didn't eat anything. But this time I told her, I said, I really want to eat something while I'm there and, and take advantage of some of the amenities. They have uh, two kitchens there in the lodge. Um, the lodging that I got this time, um, Hermitage was the name of it. And I can't remember what she said. Uh, we looked it up to, to determine what that meant, but it was... I think Hermitage is some kind of like religious uh, building or something. So that was the name of this lodge. It actually had four walls on this one. You know, if you remember the last one that I went to had three bamboo walls, uh, so they weren't solid. And then where the fourth wall would be was open and overlooked a creek. This place also overlooked uh, a creek, but um, there was just uh, the deck outside. So it had four walls, you know, a couple doors. Actually had a heater in there if you needed heat, which we did not. It was a little warm. Has electricity, uh, had a coffee pot, had a microwave, a mini refrigerator, so, and a table outside on the deck, had a couple rocking chairs out there, had a hammock you could you could string up if you wanted to. Very nice place. Um, both of them, both of the places I've stayed so far are fantastic in and of themselves, in their own ways. Uh, this one was suitable for what we were doing for this trip. So we were able to prepare our meals and do everything right there on the back deck. And uh, we had electricity, we had walls, doors, all that kind of good stuff. So, but she was nice enough to, um, to make keto options for me. So we had a salad uh, that we were gonna eat that night when we first got there. And then uh, the next day we had some finger foods and we, we you know, munch on the salad. There was enough salad for both days that we were there. But she had brought some some avocados. She brought three avocados, and the avocados were going to be used to to chop up and put on the salad as we ate the salad. 
Or was it? Was it on the salad? What the hell was it? Now I'm confused on when this when the avocado was going to be used at the good line. I don't know. My brain has not been the best here recently, guys, <laughs> as far as remembering, remembering stuff. But regardless, she brought avocado. There was three of them. They were in a, a plastic bag, you know, a grocery bag or whatever. They were on the table, and we ate the salad. So I guess they, they were they can go with the salad. They were going with something else. And we even made a comment that we, you know, it even says in the email that uh, Michael Lightweaver sends to you. It says, there's a bunch of critters up there. Don't leave food out, you know, in the open on the decks or whatever. So, because they will come and get it. And you're just inviting uh, the critters to come up there and and, uh, and visit you. So the avocados were on the table. I thought she'd put them up. And I, I think, yeah, I thought she'd put them up. So. We go to bed that night, and about 3 o'clock in the morning, I had to get up and go to the bathroom. So I went outside to, to go pee. Up there, guys, just pee outdoors. I mean, that's what you do. So I got up to go pee, and I had my it's pitch dark out there. I mean, there's no lights whatsoever. So I got my phone. I'm just kind of got my phone, shining my light, trying to see where I'm going so I don't trip over anything, make sure there's not a bear waiting on me outside or any other critters or whatever. And it, uh, I got done. I shined the light over on the, the table over there on the porch and I didn't see the bag of avocados. I said, okay, well, she put them up. So there was a, a thing of napkins sitting there. No avocados. So we wake up the next morning and uh, <laughs> she goes out to uh, um, do whatever, start getting stuff ready, uh, make some coffee, whatever in the coffee pot. And uh, it's mad as hell. <laughs> that the avocados are gone. And I said, what? I thought you put, I thought we put the avocados up in the refrigerator. Cause I, when I got up to go pee in the middle of the night, I didn't see them out there. So I thought we'd put them up in the fridge. And she said, no, I forgot. And we left them out. We look over, peer over the, the side of the porch, you know, over the, the railing there and look down <laughs> to the, into the grass close to the creek. And there's um, the plastic bags down there. There's still an avocado in the bag. The other, one of the avocados is gone, and then we see uh, one of the avocado is like in half. You can see the pit and everything. One half of it still has a little bit of avocado left in it. The other half is just kind of the, the skin. Um, she walked down to go get the bag to see if the, uh, if the third avocado was salvageable, and she said no. <laughs> it looked like, you know, whatever creature had gotten the, the bag of avocados had just kind of mouthed it and you could see it was kind of mushy and had some slobber on it. Like it was uh, thinking about eating it, but I guess, you know, fat is satiating. It's what they say on the keto diet. It keeps you, keeps your hunger at base. I guess whatever critter got this bag of avocado got satiated pretty quickly on the one and a half avocados that it ate, assuming it was just one, one animal and uh, just couldn't finish the third one. So, uh, the second night, I woke up the, the next morning and looked, peered over the, the deck, and the rest of the, the, the half of avocado was gone as well. So somebody came back and got the other piece of it <laughs> that night. So there was no avocado, and uh, she was so mad. And I was disappointed. I love avocado, but I think it was either one of our faults. It just, uh, just happened, and you know what? You just got to let it go. Uh, what will be will be and that's what was that night 
And we just had no avocado. So we had salad with no avocado. We had uh, some finger food with no avocado. But luckily our little animal friends had a nice treat. So it all works out. It's all good, right? So that was Mountain Light. Um, just as fantastic as the first time that I went up there. It was nice to be able to share it with somebody. And, you know, I felt like a tour guide when I was up there. I even told Michael, I said, I'm, I'm training to be your new your new tour guide when Paul leaves because he had to go back to Ghana. He was actually leaving the next day to go back to Ghana. He's got to stay there for a couple months uh, and then come back and renew his visa. So he'll be back uh, in October now, I think. Originally, I thought it was going to be September, but Michael said it's probably going to be October. So... Yeah, it was a great time. Uh, both times, different experiences, the same great, um, excuse me, the same great relaxing time. Um, I will be going back often. The next time I go back, if I, if I go by myself, I'm probably going to do the work trade thing that they have set up. So they have this thing called the banana patch. They've got five different banana uh, huts. That's just what they call them. Uh, they basically have a double bed, and it's just uh, it's got a canopy, you know, drape on all four sides, and you just close yourself in there at night. You open them up, let some air in during the day, whatever, and you just that's it. You just have a bed. Uh, the lodge is probably uh, 50 yards, maybe, from the banana hut. So I mean, it's not like you uh, can't go get some amenities if you need them, but basically just place to lay your head. And the work trade agreement is. You work three hours um, at the sanctuary, whether it be pulling weeds, mowing grass, um, turning the compost pile over, you know, uh, put, laying some rocks down, some bricks, uh, building something, taking a hammer and putting up some, some planks of wood somewhere. So you work three hours a day and then your lodging is free at night. So work trade agreement. If I go back again by myself, that's what I'm going to do. And uh, that way I'm, I'm helping those guys out. Helps me out. I get a little bit of workout. Plus, it saves me some cash. So it's a it's a win 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 for everybody, right? Everybody wins, and that's what it's all about. Um, giving back to the place that's uh, that's giving giving some stuff to me. So, all right. Um, what else? I don't think I really have anything else. Um, I've been watching a show called Minefield on. YouTube, I'm not going into that. Studio 117 is doing great. Had another great show this past Saturday night with uh, Robert Lighthouse, International Blue Star from Sweden. And uh, it was great. I had to work. I, I couldn't go sit in the back and, and uh, listen to it this time. But I've seen him before. He was the first person that played Studio 117 back in February. So I've seen him. Very well received. Uh, Studio 117 is uh, just picking it up. We got another show on the 20th of this month. George Allen Fox of Big Stoner Creek will be doing a solo show there. Not sure who we have opening up for that show. We try and feature a, a local artist to open up for these regional and national and international artists. So that's kind of the, the, the game plan that we have for that thing. Um, what else? Talked about Al Palms already. Talked about Juju. Went out to see Corey Tate. And uh, I'm going to try and get him in over there at Homegrown. Get him on the schedule on Thursday sometime. 
And I think that's really all I got, man. I don't have much more than that. Can't think of anything else. I wish I had somebody sitting here that I could bounce something off with. I'll do another show for Friday. I'll release that. So that's probably going to be another solo show unless I pick somebody up tomorrow or Wednesday to, to sit down and talk with. I did uh, solidify a guest for next week. It'll come out next Friday. Uh, Kyle. I can't remember Kyle's last name now. I just found out his first name and last name today. Let's look it up real quick. Tell you what's coming up. So... Kyle Wallace, he is the uh, sellerman and janitor. I don't know if that's really true or if that's something that's funny that he put on there. At Charlestown Fernatory, so that's another brewery over in West Ashley in the Avondale area. I'm going to sit down and talk with him, so that's going to be exciting to learn more about Charlestown Fermentory, Fermentory, however you want to say it. I don't know how the proper way, I don't know how they say it. That, that would be the proper way to say it. I call it Charles Stern Fermentary, and uh, I'm going to sit down and talk to Kyle and see what he's he's got going on. He also runs uh, an Instagram page called Charles, Charleston Brewery List, so he showcases uh, the people, the locations, and the beer of South Carolina. That's what he's out there doing. He's got a pretty good following there on Instagram. Follow him at, uh, at Charleston Brewery List. That's on Instagram. So we're going to sit down and talk with him. On Tuesday next week and that will release on Friday and then I uh, got a couple other people in mind uh, Chris Filan he was in here a while ago I think I've mentioned that already he's gonna be coming back in to talk about his new location over in West Ashley the uh, House of Brews West Ashley that's coming along and should be opening up fairly soon we talked about getting together sometime the end of July or beginning of August so that's coming up we also have uh, the Q&A session with the uh, mayoral candidate, Fleming Moore, Slim Shady, not Slim Shady, Slim Shady. Slim Shady is somebody totally different. So we're going to do a Q&A. That's on July 24th. That's coming up. I'll, I'll mention that a few more times before that comes up. That's going to be interesting. That's going to be the first time I've ever done something like that. We're going to sit down in Studio 117, set up on the stage. Uh, Fleming and I will be up there. I'm going to be kind of a moderator for that. And we're going to have a, a panel of people that are, that are going to come in and just be able to ask Fleming questions about uh, his policies, his platform, and uh, what his vision is for the town of Somerville if he were to be elected mayor. So that's going to be very interesting. Something I never really even thought of that I would ever be doing with this podcast. But uh, that's kind of the direction it's going. You know, Initially, it was a podcast mostly about craft beer and then it became more about craft conversations than it did about craft beer and then it became uh, a little bit more about music and live music and, and music in Somerville than it did about craft beer and now it's kind of a conglomeration of those three things craft beer conversation and live music and now we're going to add uh, some politics in there I guess so <laughs> This thing just keeps evolving into different things, and that's fine. Um, I'm trying to dial it in and figure out exactly where I want this thing to be and, and what I want to do with it. But ultimately, I just want to talk. I mean, I just want to. I just want to have interesting people on here when I can. 
And if I can, I just want to have an interesting conversation with you guys and bring up some topics that maybe you guys are interested in, give you the lowdown on things going on around town, all those good things. So, um, yeah. Speaking of that, we got Joshua Jarman coming in this week on Friday. He plays the second Friday of every month. I'll, I'll mention that again on Friday's episode. And then we have Matthew Crispin playing Thursday night from 8 to 10. And something new we're going to get started. Uh, it's not going to happen this week. It may happen next week, but we're going to start uh, Wise Guy Trivia there at Homegrown. It's going to be every Tuesday. I'm not sure on the time yet. I'll get you more info, hopefully, on Friday's show. Uh, Justin Marcel, he's been on the podcast before, Wise Guy Trivia. He's going to be doing the trivia for us. So that's, that's something new and exciting that's going to happen um, on top of the music that we have and the new menu that we have you know, with uh, Jonathan DeCreese. So lots of big things happening there at Homegrown. It's growing by leaps and bounds, and uh, it's going to continue to do so, hopefully. All right, guys, I think that is it. Let's see what we got here. Uh, I'd like to keep you informed on the time. You already know what the time is. All right, well, looks like Audacity shut down at 35 minutes. So who knows? Looks like Audacity shut down at 35 minutes. So who knows what I got going on? I'm probably just going to use the camera audio because this thing screwed up. It's always something, right, guys? Hopefully, I talked loud enough to where we'll just use the audio off of this camera. Eventually, I'm going to get this guy going. This is a Mac that somebody is letting me borrow. I should have just hooked it up tonight. I don't know why I didn't, but lesson learned. The surface has been a pain in my ass the entire time. So, yeah, we're going to use the audio from the camera, I think, guys. Sorry about that. I don't know why. It had a message up here that said another audio program was competing with Audacity and it stopped. There's nothing else competing with Audacity. I don't have anything else open, so I don't know what the hell it's talking about. But anyway, I'll talk to you soon, guys.